Hey, Vinyl Countdown sound warning. I haven't had to do one of these in a while, so uh, this episode has me and Joel and Mike, and we're on Joel's patio, and we've recorded it there before, but uh, for whatever reason, on this day, the uh, Gardner Expressway was uh, exceptionally noisy, just making a, a lot of white noise. So you'll notice in the early part of the episode, uh, Mike is hard to hear. And uh, I realized something funny was going on. It's hard to even monitor that kind of stuff in headphones because uh, you're hearing the actual noise at the same time. You know, it's, it's, a, it's tough. Anyway, I knew something was going on. So I had him and me switch spaces, and then I became the one being obliterated. So uh, it's just a weird thing. We'll sort it out. But... Uh, that's all. Sound isn't the best ever in this episode. You know what? If you got a big backlog of stuff, listen to other podcasts. I don't care. <clears throat> I don't know. Sorry. I don't mean to get defensive. I'm glad you're listening. I'm sorry that the sound's kind of bad. Okay. Here's Vinyl Countdown. Fucking piece of shit. All right. Um, does anyone know what number this is? Final 194 or 5? Uh, 5. I think 995. That sounds right. 195. So I got notes, but uh, does anyone else have things to say instead of my notes? How about welcome to the Vinyl Countdown? How about that? I don't mind that. Thanks. All right. All right. We're here with Joel and Keith and Mike. Yay. Hello. Or as I Hello. call us, the Dream Team. Mm-hmm. Team. Well, let's. Technically, <laughs> I've always said that. Um, first, can we do a segment called Circle Jerk? Uh, yes. Uh, so I'd like Don't to jerk always? all of you off. Okay. Uh, starting oh, with Mike. Oh, that is feeling uh, nice. Mike, uh, you have a commercial coming up. Oh yeah, I do. So uh, uh, a hearty hand job to you, sir, for a job well done. <laughs> In a commercial, I can't say where, but if you see me, then uh, that's me. Mm -hmm. And uh, Keith, a hearty hand job to you as well for that fucking amazing uh, animation. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, for 193. So it's old news now, but still. If you haven't seen it, fucking go see it. It's, it's How do good. they see it? Uh, oh, it, was, it was in the feed, right? Yeah. Why are you listening to this? Go or back one episode and listen to me. Vinylcountdown.ca. Go to the video section. Right, and yeah, it's on, our, it's on our Vimeo page, and it's on my YouTube page. It's all over. You know, though, that's one thing that's a shame in some ways, is you, you do something like that, you put all kinds of work into your dumb animation, and then you get it done, and you put it out. And because of the miraculousness... Oh, I didn't bring the bottle opener. Of the, uh, of the internet and uh, its analytic powers and stuff, you get to realize right away just how much no one really cares what you're doing and what you're up to. <laughs> I think I got a little bit of lighter in your... Um, oh, that's video. fine. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, it's like, I mean, I know where we stand in the world, Final Countdown's place, but it's like, ah, if only I could do this and 200,000 people would be like, yay, yay, but it's more like, I don't know, 300 people or something, but it's a start. And uh, It was certainly worthy of... 200,000 people seeing it. It was really good. Certainly. Obviously a lot of work. Yeah, and I kind of figure like just that uh, it couldn't hurt to have a video, right? Just because like podcasts are so um, so hard to uh, uh, for people to find out about. Like they're yeah. so opaque. Whereas a video, you can just click on it, send it around. It's like easy for people. Maybe someone will see that and check it out. You never know. Well, um, my lovely wife who largely ignores most things we do Thank saw God. it and loved it. <laughs> so she thought it was amazing. She watched it three times last night. Nice. Yeah, Rayanne watched it a bunch. I've watched it many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it turned out pretty good. And while we're circle jerking, a circle jerk to you and me, Mike, for our, uh, our new pilot show. 
That's right. That is right. The tenth dimension. Yeah. Dimension. We're becoming our own like fucking podcast. Uh, what's the word? Like network. Network. Sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you mentioned you have uh, some notes. All right. Now this is a uh, fairly lengthy, so I don't need to go through them all. Maybe we can just sprinkle them throughout. Okay. But I saw this thread on 4chan, my favorite thing that I should have stopped going to five years ago, and uh, it was about weird things people did when they were kids. And I just thought this was funny, so I started saving them when I laughed, but then I realized this could benefit Joel possibly to mm. see the future. Can I just start with mentioning a weird thing my kid is doing right now as yes, we speak? Yes, very appropriate. He's asleep in his room wearing a Darth Vader mask <laughs> and uh, sleeping with a lightsaber. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's evil. That's a problem. <laughs> he, uh, he got a Darth Vader costume tonight and would not really go to bed until he had at least the belt and the mask on with a lightsaber. So Yeah. I can see why you bought him a costume. It is it is that time of year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Halloween is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this Emperor of the Earth thing is kinda of starting to oh, It's yeah. starting to take yeah. shape, yeah. It was funny at first, but then we're all gonna be dead and then yeah. it won't be funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a little funny. For I do him. do you ever think of that? Like what would happen if you know, you could see your death coming, but you had a couple seconds. Like, the the proverbial safe falls on you or something, or a piano. Right. Like, I always figure if when I'm looking up and I see it falling, I assume I would laugh. I mean, I think I would, instead of, like, screaming or whatever. Oh, I don't know, though. I mean, maybe you have I, I, reactions would, you can't help, but... Yeah, I'd probably step out of the way, for starters. I don't think I would. I would just <laughs> laugh and I'd be dead. Yeah. Or, like, in Fight Club, when he's, like, wishing for the plane crash. I always think of that when I'm in a plane. I'm like, if this thing started going down, I think I would be the guy laughing. And not, not like, because I actually think it's funny. <laughs> I just feel like that's what I would just, do. Just because what else do you do in this situation? Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. dead anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, actually, every time there's, like, turbulence or something, I'm actually... I'm pretty calm. And maybe that's... Well, because nothing's going to happen, right? Right. So... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So this was a, a thread about people remembering stuff they did as a fairly young kid. And it's just it's mostly about pooping and peeing. But it's okay. just like... It really cracks me up. How little kids just are such a... Such a small amount of self-awareness, but also such a small amount of, like, self-censoring. Like, they just do weird crap that couldn't make sense in a million years. And they just don't care. And they just do it. So, uh, first one is, when I was very young, probably eight or nine, I used to take pieces of toilet paper, piss on them, and wrap them around my penis. I don't know why I did this, but for some reason I thought my penis head looked like Kelsey Grammer's head. My parents watched a lot of Frasier. (laughs) And he didn't just do this once, he did this all the time. He peed on toilet paper and he wrapped it around his dick. But when you pee on it, doesn't it like break it? Force. It's the Kelsey Grammar part that I'm having yeah, the most problems Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still stuck with. in the first part, and we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could use a diagram. I mean, I guess yeah. if you pee on it, like, I guess, yeah, you'd have to be pretty careful to wet it without breaking it. No. And then, then paper mache your own cock. Now, is it clear? Sorry, just if you want to read that again. Piss, piss um, mache. Is he saying that he felt his penis look like Kelsey Grammer and therefore wrapped it in pissy toilet paper? Because that I understand. <laughs> no, well, he says, I don't know why I did this, so it wasn't for this effect. But but I did think that my penis head looked like Kelsey Grammer's head. Or just the head part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like a little pea mummy with Kelsey Grammer's head poking out. Okay. <laughs> I like okay. It. I'm going to try that tonight. And I don't know what to do with it's those tostales and scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling again? Uh, mm-hmm. 
this next person, uh, I used to take shits in the backyard for no apparent reason. I would squat and shit right on the cement patio. <laughs> when questioned, I said it wasn't me, but we didn't have any pets. Wow. So yeah, you come out here where we are right now, the patio. There's a kid-sized shit. It's coming, <laughs> just wait. And then Jet's gonna be like, I didn't, I, why, of course, why would I do that? That wasn't me. Yeah, we're, um, we're, we're toilet training right now, which is, uh, it's about 20, 80% success. Right. So, which, which percent is success and which percent is failure? Uh, the larger part is failure. Okay. So, there's a lot of, like, just he's standing there pissing on the floor, and you're, you're like, okay, why didn't you go to the potty? He's like, I don't know. She's like, <laughs> tell me, okay. you're the grown up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how these things work. I don't know, genius, because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Uh, here's one. Uh, I would piss in my Lego box regularly. This went on for probably a month until I'm assuming my room reeked of piss and my mom stopped me, but I would still do it on occasion. <laughs> like, I just something about that mindset. I just think it's so great because there's no malice to it. It's no. just kids just have no brain. And they're yeah. just like, oh, I guess I'll just pee in my Lego. Because why not? <laughs> well, that, I just remembered one. It maybe it relates more to that first toilet paper one. One thing I did. This is great, by the way. This is clever. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, will, I will. I will toot my own horn on this one. I was a smart kid. I used to take toilet paper and like wrap it around your and, cock. and then I thought it looked like Fraser. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, um, I used to take toilet paper and I like wrap it like a like shape it like a ghost with like a oh head sure yeah and like the frilly ghost part at the bottom like twist it yep and then I'd put it in the toilet and then I'd pee on it like pretend like it's, I'm a ghost bus. I did that oh. too and then wow. and then I'd say and then I'd say uh, we got one <laughs> and then I'd, I'd, I'd hit the plunger with my foot like you know how they step on the trap <laughs> yeah. holy shit and it sucks the ghost into the thing right that's and, pretty good that could be like did you see that uh, that um, Michelle Gondry movie Be Kind Rewind where they make their own version sure of yeah. yeah they sweet them that could be you could do all bathroom related sweeted versions because <laughs> like that's elaborate you had that shit figured out that, yeah. was, that was a really shitty movie like like yeah, the parts bad, I liked right? were the remade movies yeah, the, that the was, actual movie sucked you didn't like the part where the spirit of a, an old jazz man helped them rejuvenate the neighborhood no that <laughs> that, that part was really good yeah, that oh, was of course that was, that was the worst Michelle Gondry is like hands down the greatest music video producer ever but he just can't make a good movie to save his goddamn life no I, I think of him as like he's almost like a uh, motion painter like he just comes up with these crazy engineered ways to do things but you can't ask the man to write a script yeah. that, that's why um, Eternal Sunshine worked because it was it was someone else Charlie it was Kaufman, uh, Kaufman yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Charlie Kaufman's a great writer but like why but of, of all things he just wrote a silly comedy for Jack Black yeah, it was really weird. Like, why? And didn't use him as Jack Black. Like, so strange. And then the oh, one Steph. before that was uh, just kind of pretentious, the uh, Science of Sleep. It was, it was oh, very, I saw that one. I didn't mind that one. It was very French. Though. That's why I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I just heard some guys on a podcast talking about that game Fez, and they, they talk about it for about 20 minutes before they finally, they're like, oh, you know, it's gentle and the music, and finally one guy goes, it's French-Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> that, that sums up the whole That guy's uh, shitting all over Xbox and Xbox One now. He's saying he won't develop for it now. People have told me I should follow him more closely because of my uh, harsh opinions about video games apparently Phil Fish is a total dick about everything with video games he's just like fuck everyone fuck you 
I respect that. I like shit stirring. It's funny. And you know what? If he hadn't made such a awesome game, then uh, you know. It wouldn't matter. It's like, oh, what did you do? Right. But I made yeah. a fucking awesome game. Yeah, so. see, if I was in his position, yeah, I would absolutely use it to uh, anger, anger everyone's blood. Did you guys see Indie Game the movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was in that, and he was, I thought he seemed pretty cool. He was under stress, but uh, that was a good movie. No, I haven't seen that one, actually. It was cool. It's on Netflix. Um, speaking of uh, weird kid things, uh, oh, are we? No, it's fine. More? I got a bunch, but I'll get back to it. Okay. No this is um, just this here's, here's a here's another uh, weird kid thing that uh, Jed did last week. Was um, he showed up in our bedroom wearing a pair of Jen's underwear on his head <laughs> with a uh, plastic toy carrot in his mouth, and he goes, "I'm a snowman." You're a what? Take the carrot out of your mouth. A no-man, because you can't say asses. But, yeah. So he was a snowman. So were they white panties? Nope. So, I don't Your know. boy is a big dummy. Also, <laughs> snowmen don't have carrots in their mouth. Yeah, I know. He was yeah. close, at least, on that one. I don't know what the underwear thing is supposed to... Yeah. But on, like, um, I assume they were white. They were just like... It was like a pink thong. Was, no, they were... Yeah, they were pink and frilly, and he was a snowman. So we just played... We looked at each other and we're like, yes, yes, you are. That reminds me. Oh, therapy's going to be expensive. We still have the picture in a photo album somewhere, but um, me and my brother used to when we were, you know, whatever, I don't know how old, but, uh, you know, probably 18, 19. <laughs> we used to put on a bunch of winter clothes in the summer, just like, about, like uh, you know, wool hats and big mitts and everything on our top part of our bodies, but then the bottom half, totally nude, <laughs> and then bounce on the bed and pretend to box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, we would, me and my uh, my younger brother, which he was way too young for this, but yeah, we used to like dress him up in like layers of stuff and just kind of have him do all sorts of fun stunts. Um, like get into a laundry basket and then we'd push him down the stairs. That was a. Uh, that was actually pretty good. I, I mean, I used to just have like that too. Like if you had a big box, just put it at the top of the stairs and tumble down in it. And so I guess just kids are like, your bones are, are bendy and like you're just, you're fine. It's, I'm surprised like the human race is still around now. Like since we invented stairs, every child should be dead. Yeah. Or uh, I remember at my grandma's house, there were these, um, I don't know what they were. They were like reeds. Or like they almost seem like bamboo. I don't know what they were. Kind of like those on my uh, uh, deck, yet. but thicker. Okay. They were like these. They looked like bamboo, but they were very brittle. Okay. But, but they were down this hill, so we would fling ourselves down the hill, and the this bamboo weird shit would like kind of break our fall. But eventually, after we did this enough times, because there was a bunch of us, it was just flattened. We were just throwing ourselves <laughs> down a hill, and we were fine. No one got hurt. Nice. I wasn't scared of heights when I was a kid. I just climbed trees. No one gave a fuck. And I, me and my brother used to rappel down, like, honest to God, cliffs. Like, we'd get these work gloves and tie ropes to trees and just go down these rocky cliffs. And it was fine. No, I uh, I was allowed to leave the house with a Rambo-style hunting knife and my dog for hours. No questions asked. You just fall out. You're just living uh, in... Do, do you know the one I'm talking about? It's like the survivalist knife. It's got a compass on the end of it. It's like... It's, it was like a Rambo knife. It was like, <laughs> like a crazy. One side is like is like jagged. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's. I'd be like, I'm going to the field. I'm bringing my knife. Okay. <laughs> Try not Have to kill fun. too many squirrels or whatever. Inside the knife, there's like strike anywhere matches. Like there was so many things I could have just really fucked up with 
my toolkit for the day, you know? Did you guys go through any kind of a fire lighting phase? Oh, hell yeah. That's why I, I smoke, I think. I'm still going through that phase. Yeah. I like fire. I was only yeah. big into it for like about a month, but yeah, I'm just glad I didn't cause any serious fires. Because <laughs> it, it could happen so easy. You hear those stories all the time. Just a yeah. kid burns down a barn, and like, oh shit. Yeah, my next door neighbor burned his house down when I was a kid. Dang. Yeah. What a douche. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> what a fucking dick. Where we lived, because we lived on the outskirts of Calgary, so it was all farmland. One of the kids at my school had actually burnt down a wheat field. Like, just torched it. Man, I remember so one time, uh, you know those uh, caps that I guess they would sell for like little plastic six shooters? Like yep. the, the red, strips? red strips, yeah, when yeah. they each had yeah, yeah. little. Bag. And you could take a rock and, and make them go. Like, do they even sell those anymore? God, no. That was so, I mean, yeah, those were amazing. They were so good. Like, honestly, right now, that sounds like the most insane thing in the world to me. <laughs> and that was our life. And you gotta assume, like, Scarborough, dude, they were giving him, like, honest to God. Yeah, like, here's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Like, don't worry, it's only a 22. You won't necessarily kill anybody with it. But I remember one time I had, like, you know, you buy rolls of them. And I took, like, four rolls and uh, dropped a rock on them all at the same time. And my ears were ringing. It was like in a yeah. war movie when, like, the grenade goes off. And, yeah, and I really thought I fucked up my ears forever. I was, like, super worried. But, yeah, that was oh, fun. Man. fun times. There were so many things, like... Uh, because when I grew up, that was like right around the era that they started putting policy to make guns neon or put the, the ends on them right. so that, you know, kids wouldn't get shot. Um, but like we had like fucking accurate, realistic looking machine guns that that they were called Z-strip machine guns. So you would buy these like special caps that lock together. And it, it was battery powered, and it was just like it was like a machine gun of caps. It was amazing. Yeah, I remember you could get the ones too that were in a, a ring, the yep. little plastic ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little plastic. Those were a little like too rich for my blood. Like it was only the fancy pants kids who had Nerf guns and shit that had that type. Yeah. <laughs> but you know whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. weird too. Like you just can't take. It's so weird too now where they really do try so much more to keep kids away from that stuff. But anytime you see kids at a playground, they're just holding sticks or using their hands. Like they're gonna pretend they're shooting guns. You just cannot stop it. Actually, I got. Speaking of this, uh, the, those ring type, I got uh, detained at the border when I was like 21, because uh, at this like weird sort of uh, dollar store um, in Calgary. They happen to sell these, like, they looked really seriously real um, replicas of 45s, but they took the round caps. Like, you cracked them open, and they just took regular round caps in them. Right. And then, of course, I popped the orange thing off, because it literally just was like, you took a butter knife, and it was, like, gone. Like the no-good, cheap Chinese workmanship. <laughs> but for some stupid reason, I'm going to Vegas for the first time, with uh, and like I'm an art student at this point, so I want to take all these cool photos of me holding guns and shit like that, right? So I bring them with me, not even thinking that this is going to be an issue for anybody. And they detain myself, um, Metal Jeff, the guy he was dating at the time, and my ex girlfriend for probably about three or four hours while they tore uh, my ex girl or my then girlfriend's car apart. 
And uh, even though I'm sure it became obvious within minutes that these were toy guns, right? <laughs> for <laughs> but I, sure. But then you know, and also anyone with a toy gun would clearly have actual guns, <laughs> like real intentions to hurt people. So so let me paint the scene from a border guard's point of view. These two and let's be fair at this point sorry black metal jeff these two faggots <laughs> and i mean like one of them had like bright blue hair well they're like metal fags right or at least well, jeff no was. not at <laughs> no, that point okay. not at that point this is before he kind of let you know rediscovered his real self he was still he was kind of new at being gay so he was trying to be gay right right and so he had way too much product in his hair his boyfriend had blue hair it was all and i had i was like doing the mod thing at the time so i'm wearing like this little skinny tie and a sweater vest in the middle of fucking july it definitely seemed like you were up to a caper is what you're saying my my <laughs> too, too weird like my girlfriend at the time is asian with like like apple red hair like we looked wearing a faux leopard print uh like fur coat like we looked like a mess like we looked like we were there for drugs and that's what i think they were expecting to find okay right but uh so like they found the cap guns so they had a reason to detain us but they were looking for drugs really and then they couldn't so they just gave me shit for like bringing fake guns across the border and they let me keep them and everything so i was like well why don't you just take them then like just, <laughs> they just and that's smash what them I in said. front of you I'm just like, step on them well just take them then i don't care <laughs> you know like they honestly cost me two dollars it's fine take them i have a question yes <clears throat> i have a question um why so you're old enough to drive in and have a girlfriend and stuff why do you have kids toys with you oh for, because i was uh, i was an art student i was gonna take photos of like and i did take those photos of me with guns and and yeah and every time i see any of these transformers and stuff that uh, joel's been buying for his kids i want to push his kids down and take those toys yeah <laughs> show them who's boss <laughs> and also that uh, yeah that's that's the other thing is like you might be 21 old enough to drive and and all that but yeah you still you're still looking in the toy section at that point I'm 37 and I still look in the toy section. I'm still like, whoa, Unicron. I was thinking I the other day. buy that because I'm a grown-up. And uh, <laughs> when you had the uh, kind of knockoff dollar store transformer that uh, you bought last week and uh, I was trying to figure out how to transform it and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I, I think that when I go to the dollar store too is I'm like, man, all this stuff is so cheap, but it's cool enough. And like if I ever have a kid, that's going to be the golden era when they don't know yet that this is dollar store stuff. And then they can have it all. They can have so many toys, it'll be fun. But you know they're going to hit that age where they figure out that they that this isn't what they want. And yeah, then you got to buy them. They don't need name brand. And then, like, I go, oh, it's an exact replica of Starscream, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, God, Dad, you don't get it, man. I need fucking Hasbro. But, uh, yeah, now it's good times right now. Because Jen just bought a bunch of crap, like, off Craigslist, like, costumes and some transformers that are half busted jet doesn't care he thinks they're amazing he's like look at my cool new robots i'm like that one's missing a head <laughs> okay yeah junkie on planet exactly <laughs> edition <laughs> all right uh i gotta run to the bathroom but for a first uh let's see let's see if this sparks any discussion here's what the next future serial killer did uh I would, for no reason at all, remove all my clothes and sit naked in the back of my dad's pickup truck at 6 a.m. 
My parents would wake up and be unable to find me, and there I would be hanging out naked in his truck. I went through a nudity phase. Yeah? For sure. Yeah. Go uh, on. I, <laughs> How old were you? <laughs> uh, 32? No, um... Just today, other Keith, he just went off to Paris, but uh, he, uh, his final change of clothes before he left, like, we're right on Dundas, and his window's right there. He comes out, and he's just, he's all dressed all dapper, and he's like, hey, you know, it's not a sexual thing, and that's always, you know it's going to be a good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. he that. And he's like, but I love changing my clothes in front of the window, and just streetcars going by, and they see what they see. And that's all. Yeah. Nudity. Anyway, go and on. And also waking up on your couch and seeing that man in his underpants. That was uh, that was entertaining. And I know for a fact that in his drunken state, he, he thought that would be really funny if he passed out on the couch in his underwear while I was passed out there. And Craig seemed to think it was a, a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just came into our heads. Uh, so, no nudity. Tell me about your nudity. Um, no, I was just naked all the time. Yeah, and uh, now my son is, that's what he prefers to be. He prefers to be nude. He really has a hard time wrapping his head around the fact that he has to wear clothes, especially when it's hot. It's like, a, dude, I get it. I thought uh, I had a brief dalliance with, because uh, I thought it would be nice to my niece to not have her in a diaper all the time. I thought maybe she would prefer not, or she'd just be in a nightgown, and I'm like, hey, okay, just run around for a while before I put a diaper on. But then she was standing in the kitchen. I just look, at, <laughs> look into the kitchen, and she's standing with her legs kind of akimbo, and this, like, just terrible look on her face of like now what do I do and I realized that she's peeing she kind of <laughs> right. forgot she didn't have a diaper on or whatever and she's just peeing on the floor and she just was so clearly just ashamed and frozen and I'm like oh, that was mean of me I should have just put a diaper on her like I but thought it was nice no that's that's where we're at with diaper with uh, potty training now is because it's like no diaper so he's just like and I assume like all these stories I've read are all dudes like I feel like it's different they, they don't mind peeing all over the place where there's like a natural desire I think that women seem to have to be want to be civilized yeah. in the eyes of others. Be a little secret about it. <laughs> yeah. I gotta pee. Can you uh, open this beer yes. for me, mommy, while I'm peeing? Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> one other thing. Um, about the tenth dimension. So you remember? You remember, you guys? Okay, let me say this before I go. Okay. Uh, so when we were gonna post that first episode of the tenth dimension, and uh, it was was it you, Mike, that asked if there should be a, an intro? Yeah. Yeah. To to like set up that uh, what's going <laughs> yeah. on, and Joel and me were like, Nah, it'll be fine. So Rayanne, we saw her the other day. We were hanging out with her, and she's like, I listened to a few minutes of that show. I didn't know what was going on, so I stopped. And they were like, uh, I'm like, what was the confusion? Did you think we were actually in space? She's like, I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. And I'm like, but, but, but they weren't though. There was like an improv thing. They weren't in space. And she's like, okay, I'll listen to it again. I just didn't know what to say. So maybe you were right. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So here's my new segment idea. I already explained it to Joel. Okay. Uh, I'm saying I write, I, uh, whenever I have an idea for a sketch or stand up or something, I'll write a note on my phone, like maybe I'm drunk and I have an idea. And then I always forget why I wrote it and what it's all about. <laughs> right. So I just figured I'll read one every time. Try to reconstitute it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we get to make up what Mike probably meant. You know what? I saw one of these in my phone today. I think it was something Craig said, but it was, it was, keep, it was in quotes, keep your hair tight. And then it was attributed to Benjamin Sisko. And I don't know what that means. Oh, shit. Where that came from. Oh, shit. 
Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, I don't keep, know. keep your hair tight. Keep your hair tight. I guess it's advice he would give Jake. Yeah, yeah keep your hair tight. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Okay, so I go. Space hair. <laughs> I right. get it. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna read it and then I'm gonna go to the bathroom and let you guys discuss. Oh, okay. Okay, I like this. Okay. Okay, so here's the one I found. Is it keep your hair tight? It's keep your hair tight. Benjamin Zisco. Um, it says, this line says, I can count on one hand the number of times I've bled from my genitals. <laughs> I can count. Discuss. Okay. Okay. And the idea was that this would be a sketch idea? Or maybe a stand-up joke. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what okay. it was. I don't remember. Okay. Right. I can count on one hand. So that's what makes this tricky, is that you can't just take it at face value. There no. was a point or a twist or some kind of, like, meaning to this. Okay. So some, somebody's talking about bleeding from the genitals all the time. Right. And another person is saying, I can count on one hand. Okay, so what? I guess they're proud that it's only been five or fewer times? Yeah, yeah, I can count on one hand. Well, yeah, they must. Like they're trying to shame the other guy, but I don't get. They're not, they're not saying it's never happened. Right? right? Well, okay, what, what about, I'm thinking like um, stigmata, like Jesus. Okay. Okay, assuming Jesus is like constantly bleeding from his wrists, what if Jesus is always bleeding from his dick as well? <laughs> like all the time. You know, I don't know that there's any evidence that Jesus had it there, to, be, to be honest with you. I think the Bible makes a lot of sense if you assume he doesn't. I imagine, okay, for starters, he's Mediterranean. Right. So there's there's some serious bush going on. Hairy right? man. Very hairy. Um, oh, you know what? That's one thing. Anyone who hasn't seen the new Superman yet, I want you to look out for this because it grossed me out, is new Superman, very hairy chest. And there's one scene where there's like chest hair poking out of the top of his Superman suit and it just grossed me out. Really? Like, it's too much. He's too hairy. Shave the chest. You're Superman. When's Superman have a hairy chest? Even no. Batman with a hairy chest is like controversial. That, that, that stupid ad campaign, how does he shave right now? That's uh, you've seen that in subway stops. Yeah, and someone told me it uh, uses his, his laser vision in a mirror. Yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah. So, fuck you, Gillette. So we've come up with nothing so yeah. far, except for <laughs> we think that Jesus is constantly bleeding from his dick. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, we got off the track <laughs> real fast. So, uh, do you yeah, have any? Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I can count on. Uh, it's on crossing streams here, but like, count on one hand how many times I bled from my dick. Like, if it was Jesus, always bleeding from his stigmata holes. Anytime he manipulates his penis, he might misinterpret right from his dick. But then that would be like a ton of times. So that doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It almost did. It was hmm. so close. It was so to close. Sense. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, who would bleed from their genitals all the time? Right. Jesus was the only person I could think of. And women, I guess. I guess. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a gender thing. It's, uh... Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's somebody, uh... Maybe oh, it's a lady right. talking about menstruating and a guy just going, Whoa, whoa. I can count on one hand. Yeah, Right, yeah. the joke the being that you're not supposed to bleed from your dick. Right. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you guys known anyone who bled from the dick? I, uh, I knew one kid no. when I was in elementary school. This kid, Adam, he got kicked real hard in the balls uh, yeah. with a cleated boot. And uh, then he peed blood for a couple of days because I remember he told me he didn't tell his mom the first day. And by day two, he's like, I better tell her because I'm still peeing blood. And then it was just cleared up. Yeah, I, I bled from the dick a little bit after my vasectomy. Right, right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you had one of those. Yep. You should bang more. You should yeah, bang I know. Out. You won't get pregnant. <laughs> How's that going? Uh, good, babe. Like, which which aspect? 
my balls, they're uh, still there. Does the jizz taste different? <laughs> it totally does. No, it's um. It's like it used to be like uh, mushroom flavor. Now it's more of the chicken. Yeah, no, they're they're both or they're, both times it was Oriental flavor. Yeah. So That's yeah, weird. you got that dick transplant. From <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. Dead Chinese guy that they <laughs> yeah. found in the in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tenth dimension episode three. <laughs> I need a dick transplant. I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> we can rebuild it. We have the technology. We have the technology. So I guess that must be a thing. Yeah, like a guy is like, hi, take that lady, but then he's giving away. Doesn't seem that funny, though. I'm sure whatever you were thinking of was funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, but the vasectomy is uh, amazing. It's, uh, and if you do have another kid now, he's like a Jesus kid. He totally. deserves to live. Yeah. Life finds a way. He's the Jurassic Park of he kids. He is the Jurassic Park of kids. He's the boy who lived. <laughs> Yeah, actually, if we have one more, I'm just, uh, I'm gonna just live off the system. I'm already in, like, community housing. It's just, uh, there's gotta be an angle for this. Yeah. Jen and I will get divorced. She can apply as a single mom, and I'll just live here. Well, It'll if be you're amazing. gonna do that, then, do you want just one more? I mean, just, can't you... Oh, five, six, just, seven. Yeah, really push it. Yeah, no, I, uh... I wish I could time travel back and interview my grandparents about having 13 kids. Like, just, what the fuck? Like, I guess it was more like three separate families, in a way. Well, their rent wasn't almost two grand every right. month. That's you know? So, yeah, have as many kids as you want. You, <laughs> you can still make your... Pieces of shit. Yeah. still make your <laughs> mortgage <it> payment. <laughs> I always think, too, it's like my... I've probably said this before in the show, but my aunt, Caroline, who was the, like, 12th kid or 13th kid, however many kids there were, was the coolest one. And I'm like, man, the chances of you being alive right now, you're you're so lucky. Like, I wonder if people think that when they're that far down the chain. Like, how am I alive? How did this happen? Well, and a lot of them didn't quite make it. They got in thresher accidents and, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> stepped in an escalator the wrong way, is, that, is my understanding. Yeah, it's all kinds of, like, just puppy litter situations. Yeah. Got, got an apple at Halloween. It's all, it's all stuff that just... That's why they had so many kids. They were just dropping all the time. You didn't have 13. And Do you guys ever get, like, apple or fruit for Halloween? Actually, um, the first Halloween that um, I took Jet to in Parkdale, uh, a lady was giving out apples. And she was, like, and she was like overly ex- explanatory about, like, well, they're organic apples and da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, it, it's cool. I know where you live. If there's a razor blade in it, I will come and murder you it's fine <laughs> but and but that was great because it was like there was all this candy and i'm like here's an apple and he was like awesome hmm. so yeah that is a fun game i like to play on october 30th yeah i go to the grocery store and i just buy a ton of apples and a bunch of razor blades <laughs> and, <laughs> and just just to see what the clerk says <laughs> I've okay. never really played that game, but I'd love to. <laughs> well, it'd be funny if you just, like, if you did do the trick-or-treat thing where, you know, you have your door open, you have a bushel full of apples, and you have the razor blade box just, like, sitting next to it, unopened. You know, just, like, these two things are just hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's uh, nothing menacing here. No, it's no, just no, like, I'm giving you the apple. These razor blades are just for later. I'm, exactly. a, I'm a wrestler. I need them to blade <laughs> yeah. myself. I practice. I don't know. Razor blades are way too expensive. I can't see, like, these days. Just fucking, yeah, just just push a kid into the river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that hard. Like, honestly, have you tried to buy razors lately? It's like, it's a fortune. That's true, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I guess I never bought a razor blade, but yeah, razors for, it's crazy. 
So expensive. Yeah, what, 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 I'm going to put a Mach 3 Turbo in an Apple? Like, come on. How do you put a razor blade in an Apple? Because I That's might, a good point. <laughs> in my mind, I always pictured you pressing it in, like, the sharp side in. Like, yeah. real carefully or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because, one, I think you'd probably see it. Yeah. But even if you didn't, the sharp side is in, so... So you're gonna eat the dull side. Yeah, if you, if you, yeah, you're gonna bite the dull side, I guess. Yeah, and if you somehow, also, if you somehow have an orchard and you like implant razors early, the, early, and then it grows around it, you deserve to yeah. cut some kids' back. Oh yeah, because yeah. that's insane dedication. Yeah, yeah, the kid would bite into it and would just be like, just bleeding from the mouth and just be like, kudos, sir. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. I remember too, I think maybe it was on Tell Em Steve Dave they were talking about this, like back in the 70s, like people were so worried about this shit that you could take your uh, take your candy to the hospital and put it through an x-ray machine and all really? this stuff. Yeah, but oh, but then like Snopes or whatever just said like, like this has never happened. Like not once has anyone ever actually hurt a kid on Halloween through candy. It's just like- It's an urban, yeah, urban myth. Yeah, just gets all crazy. The real danger is having your no good shitty dog eat all your candy. Yeah, which happened yeah. to me. We had a German Shepherd who was happy eating shit. He loved to eat shit. Dogs do. Yeah, so eat shit. Particularly German Shepherds. They were like bred to do it. And don't eat my candy, you asshole. And then parents, now that I understand economics of candy, they're like, well, too bad, all your candy's gone. You could have bought me some more candy. Now that I understand how much candy actually costs, you easily could have replaced that candy. My lawyer parents, oh, never having man. them on this show again. <laughs> well, frankly, your lawyer parents were a, a lot less lawyery than any <laughs> lawyer I've ever met in my yeah. entire life. So yeah. And they spent their whole life tricking me into thinking I was poor. It was ridiculous. Oh, two dollars uh, for pizza. We don't have two dollars for pizza. You're fucking lawyers. <laughs> God <yeah>. damn it. <laughs> I remember when that like hit me and I was like in 10th grade, I started putting things together. I'm like, wait, wait a, a second. And they're, the ma- they're making up for it now though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. true. I shouldn't complain. Yeah. <laughs> They've paid that debt back many times over. In fact, maybe that's how, you know, they, they worked it out. They're like, okay, we're totally going to fuck him over when he's little. Then payday. Right. <laughs> how did we let Keith get away with not I, well we, we oh man how did that happen i don't know i, don't I know. think everybody was a little on their toes about like well we shouldn't bring up like his brother or anything and then well, that cast the seed of doubt that not everything is just open and i think that that's i, th- I think also with parents like you don't want to assume that everything is carte blanche right. you know like you, you like unless you said it's totally cool to talk about it then we probably wouldn't so i was kind of i guess like i was a little I was like, ah, this is probably going to come, and then it didn't, but... Uh, well, you brought it up at the end, kind yeah. of, so... If anything, it's a it's a nice indicator of how my new life is so much better than my old podcast life, where <laughs> everything is a horrible conflict all the time. Yeah. It's so much nicer now. I prefer it. That, that's because we have a thing called... Uh, Respect for each other. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Always, is that what we call it? Yeah, yeah. We always, before each show, people don't know this, but we always do a prayer circle, much like Madonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sex lies in the video. No, what was that? Uh, justify your... Justify your snatch. What was tour movie called? It's important to yeah, this. Uh, Truth or Dare. Truth or Dare. Yeah, 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 where they would all gather together and yeah. pray to have a good show. We do that, except we're just like, respect one another, respect one another, yeah. respect one another. We do pray right. to Satan, but, right. you know. And then we sing Justify Your Life. Yeah. And then we'd suck each other off. Yeah. yeah. And really, I just do the public enemy beat. The... 
Anyway, that was way too quiet. Anyway, uh, that Apple thing just kind of exploded my brain. I'm just a thinking of the logistics. Like, if you do, because apples are hard, right? So you can't really push it in. Like, if you if you pushed it in, the blade would be right at the surface still, the end of it. Yep. Right? And like, apples are round, and the blade is straight. So like, there's still pieces that parts that were s- sticking out. No, no, no. You need like, like to design your own blade contraption or something. Yeah. Like. See, this seems like a lot of work. Like, if you're just, just in the... stab the kid, just stab Exactly. Them. If you're in the business of killing kids for fun, just, I don't know, that sounds like way too complicated. Yeah, there's no joy of, like, putting a razor blade in an apple and then, like, thinking, like, well, hopefully he'll eat it and bleed. Quite traceable, too. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. They at least know the neighborhood and probably someone remembers who the douche was giving out apples. And and, and, they, you remembered? Yep. And if anything had happened, if there was like, and I would have also inspected the apple, but I also just took her word for it. It's like, okay, it's not poisoned. It's not whatever. Snow White poisoned and got poisoned by a poison yeah, apple. she got a hot dude to bang. See? So everything worked out. It for all her. works out. That's one thing I wonder about even like being in Toronto, Big Bad Toronto. I mean, there's worse parts of town, I guess, but I think if... Like, I've been living at Craig's for two years now or so. I think if we had never locked the door ever, it would have been fine. I mean, I guess there's no way to know that, but I feel like what, what would no one... There's there's a lot of... I mean, it's, it's definitely changing. Like, I've noticed things are definitely getting harder as, like, you know, the cost of living goes up. Um, but we are slowly slipping into Mad Max. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. Course, but we're not there yet. Um, but, but it's Canada, and I think that's wise because we're still, you know, at heart a social state. That's what's going to be tough. When we hit Mad Max, it's going to be like a weird kind of hard. Because culturally, we're not going to be able to handle it. Well, that's the thing is, like, people are legitimately going to be starving and desperate, but it only manifests in uh, decreased politeness for, like, a long time. Yeah. Most of us have starved. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a lot of us dead, and then... Then finally someone will, like, yeah, take it another step further. Yeah. Although we had, uh... But our crazy people are fucking crazy. Like, crazy. we had the the Montreal lady shooting of ought whatever that was, or nineteen ninety. Like Thirty years ago. No, 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 no. It was like nineties or eighties or something like that. That was thirty years. So like thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> I didn't even know what you were talking about. I, that, that's how. No, it was like uh, some dude just was shooting women in a McDonald's in Montreal. I think. Was it a McDonald's? Or I'm thinking of the hospital one, but. Oh yeah, there was the hospital shooting. Then we had a uh, head cut off in in Greyhound. Yeah, I feel that like that, though, that's like a technicality because uh, which not to be confused for the uh, the uh, planes that are native name head cut off in, in right. Greyhound. Um, yeah, right. It's right next to uh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo. Head, head smashed in head Buffalo. Smashed in <laughs> Buffalo jump. Yeah, yeah. burnt church. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I mean just to be. Uh, I think this is uh, this is a level of bigotry I'm willing to engage in. Is the guy who cut off the head in, even though it was on Canadian soil, he was not born in Canada. He, oh, he was mm. uh, an Asian man who uh, oh. moved over here with his family. So I feel like Ooh. that's that he was going to cut off a head in Beijing or something, but we just have to have We didn't breed him. We just pushed him over the edge right. <laughs> somehow with our. He's like, they're so polite. I can't take it. Fuck you. <laughs> That was crazy. I'm, uh, God, that was crazy. Especially, like, the idea that you're just sawing off a head. Like, uh, I didn't quite understand how he killed that person. 
just that he was like just sitting there sawing there, off a head. I think there may have been initial stabs. Oh, okay. It's extra creepy because I've fallen asleep on many a bus, and uh, yeah, you, you never expect to wake up with your head being. I see, and that I would. Well, mind. you don't wake up, so you. That's okay. He probably had a, at least a few moments of, of being like, oh, I'm being. Something, something's going on. Right yeah. now. <laughs> but this is the thing: is they just the driver closed the bus, so all like I don't know how big a Greyhound is, like fifty people maybe. Right. Like so all fifty people are standing outside of a bus watching a man saw off a head, like, and you can't do shit. Like you can't go in. You can't try and tackle this guy. Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, and everybody just ran away. But I think I would do that too. Oh, I would run. No, I'm not going to be a hero. Now, I guess this is kind of a dumb question. It's sort of obvious. Which one would you prefer? But the other big bus tragedy from a few years ago were the people on the mega bus that were on the top of the double-decker in the front, and they took an alternate route and uh, went um, under an underpass that it couldn't fit under, and the first four people got crushed and killed. Right. Which one is worse? I guess getting your head cut off. Yeah. Uh, I'd say so. Okay. Well, what However, if that was... You get your head cut off alone, or you and three friends die. That, right. That's the thing. Well, there was only friends. one guy that time. Right. Uh, I don't know. And that might have still been... I mean, I don't know how fast they died. They could have been pretty mangled. Yeah. Yeah, see... Because that's the prime spot that you want. Second floor, right in the front, you just get to watch the journey. Ah, amazing I do have a... That is a fear that I've always had, even before this Greyhound killing. I think it started before. But I remember when I was working, when I, when I was working, like, uh, whatever, in Minneapolis or whatever, and I was just by myself there all week, I would always go watch movies. Yeah. At the cheap theater. It was like $5 to watch movies, and there was never really anyone in the theater. Was, was it the rape theater? It was, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like the re- yeah, regional rape theater, yeah. Uh, Minneapolis is very proud of their rape theaters. Yeah. And uh, I was always just so scared. I had this fear in my head. I don't know, I just thought about it once, you know, it plants the seed and then that's all you can think about. Where I would be like sitting in the theater and someone would just come behind me and like cut my neck or like slice my head, chop Ooh, my head off. Yeah. Did you just sit in the back row after that? Yeah, that's yeah. what I always did, sit in the back row. And that's shitty because it's not, I could sit anywhere. I could have the perfect seat in my dreams, but I would just be, I'd always be looking over my shoulder and stuff. No, I'll be honest, like I've been, uh, I've been to a lot of places on this planet and no place scares me more than the United States. Like I, that's the only place I've been to that makes me fucking nervous. There are times, like it wasn't often, but there were some times in New York, like if it was three in the morning, yeah, I got this weird like feeling like I'm in a bad, crazy Boys in the Hood movie. <laughs> Nothing ever happened, but yeah, I've never felt that in Canada. I, I used to walk around at like 3 o'clock in the morning listening to my discman in Bosnia. In fucking Sarajevo, just like, just got pissed off at the uh, the ex-wife and I, I'd go walking around and nothing ever happened. I would never do that in the States. I would never just like randomly like throw on my headphones and walk around. So, I don't know. When I said Boys in the Hood, by the way, I didn't mean to apply either that... Uh that our proud African-American brothers mm. frightened me because it was specifically mm. a Mexican neighborhood I was in one time in Flushing where I was uh, terrified. But so take that, racists. Yeah. There's a different kind of racism. How do you like me now? <laughs> but but now that's I'm the thing. is like, though, I'm good. This building that I live is like mostly black people. 
Right. And I'm Racist. totally... No, it's just statistically, it's mostly black people. And, uh... And I have absolutely no problem like here. I don't feel weird or like I don't know because it's they're Canadians. Like it's just so I I, I sort of don't understand. Like I understand the American black thing, but I don't understand it at the same point because like in this country it's just totally different. I mean, it's a stereotype. I, I don't think it's necessarily true anymore. For the most part, I'm sure at one time. It was a thing, but now I feel like it's outdated. I, yeah, when I walk down the street, I don't think any differently. If someone, if I'm in the middle of the night and I'm walking down a dark alley and anyone is approaching, yeah, I'm worried. It, it doesn't really matter what they look like. Yeah, I, there was, no, that's Maybe exactly. If it's like it. a five foot tall woman that's like eighty pounds, I'd be like, all right, I think this is, this one's good. But you and then um, I start like present like puffing up my shoulders and being like, what? <laughs> because now I what, got the what? power. Yeah. Well, so like you, uh, you go to Detroit fairly frequently um is there sort of like a demilitarized zone so to speak or like i think where i'm staying is is not the worst part of detroit it's close to the border it's it's it's, uh seems pretty tame and somewhat gentrified but i hear detroit's really rough uh outside of that haven't been there yet don't plan on it Hmm. yeah no like i'm just curious is like when you're when you're there are you like extra on edge or are you extra on edge because you're in the States? I'm not really on edge. I would be if I was somewhere scarier, but I think I was, I'm, I'm in a reasonable area. Mm. So I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, it's one thing, too, that uh, I never realized until uh, Vancouver, I guess, is it really does make a difference being a guy as well. Yeah. Like, I just, middle of the night, I'm like, let's just walk wherever. And it wasn't until I started... Actually, I just, I just never even hung around with girls in my hometown. I worked at a comic store. What the fuck do you want out of me? But when I got, once I got there, yeah, and just people would be like, yeah, but but that's terrifying, though. It's the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it's a different it's a different kind of world when you're a lady. Yeah, totally. But then, like, I don't know. Gen- I feel like I could roll with it. You know, I could roll with the assault. Just some crazed raised gay guys just like I am gonna no actually that's not true because I guess in the incredibly unlikely event that I was gay raped I would be very afraid of AIDS because <laughs> a gay raped man has probably got something the, the lady what was it called in Shawshank the lady were they the ladies or oh something? the uh the sisters the sisters, the sisters yeah. yeah 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 but that, that was okay though that was like the 40s they didn't have any they were fine yeah oh yeah it was just fun old time yeah it was just a good time I don't know why Andy Dufresne was all up the tight about it, right? Yeah. No, I hear I that. I remember Andy just Dufresne. Get into it. Yeah. Just, just lube up, party down. That's what I always say. <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> I, like my grandmother used to tell me that. that? My grandmother would tell me that. It was just a regular thing. Sometimes, Mike, gets a little dry in there. Mm, come on. I have some so respect I, for the dead. So I reach for... <laughs> Millie McPherson's old timey lube. Millie McPherson. So that is a that is a good brand. That is a good brand. This is also like fucking tenth dimension episode three. It's like the Ouija board talking to your grandma. Like, I do feel like that show has got legs. Like you guys yeah. should just come up with some dumb scenario. You can really go with it. It's nice. Uh, yeah, I, like I, I have a few ideas. By the way, that first okay. episode got so weird. 
It's like you had no skin <laughs> except your lower lip, and your and your robot, your sentient robot, was molesting you by touching your one lip. <laughs> oh, but can uh, you imagine if if that if you did only have skin on your lip, it would piss you off when people were always touching it. And the different monkey burgers, and then Joel getting fucking <laughs> getting permanently attached to Mike's car. It's like man, that went that was only half an hour long. That thing went some weird places, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our our braids are uh, are good together. We've uh, really good. Yeah, I like well, because we've gone such weird places on this show, and then that that was the thing is like Mike was like, uh, uh, you know, I'm working on a stand up thing, and I've been listening to old vinyl Canto to see what I can kind of glean see, from yeah, that. I was, like, I was trying to remember jokes <laughs> I told that were funny that I could reconstitute, recycle, and and then he's like, man, like every time you and I like riff on something, it goes to outer space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah, like I was thinking about. There was a time, I remember there was a time when we were here, we were recording, and it was like, there was like a midget in a retirement home, and he was wearing limes on his feet. <laughs> oh, what was that guy's name? Yeah, he had like a hilarious name. I can't yeah. remember anymore. I heard that episode, and then like, yeah, the, the, the sloppy Joel, and it was like, whenever we just start, yeah. are allowed to just explore nonsense. Uh, I love so much in that 10th dimension to uh, everything, you know, was a uh, space lighter or space door or whatever, and then... Yeah, you know, Jerry was in the airlock. One button to, to press the space button. Uh, <laughs> and I think I told uh, you guys an email, but I love to those little moments where somebody somebody changes the situation and the other guy has no choice but to go along with it. And my favorite of those was when Joel drops that, that Mike was on the ship because he was the lavatory attendant. Like, you're the bathroom attendant. Uh, I am. Like, you just have to go with it. Yeah, that's just the improv rule. Yes, and, right? Yeah. It's just, you get Give an offer, I have to accept it. Uh, classic. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Okay, so, so just finish off. Sometimes, <sighs> this is another weirdo talking about his childhood. Sometimes when I was laying in bed with my dog, <laughs> I remember this one. I was laying in bed with my dog, I'd lift my legs up and squeeze out little shit nuggets, and my dog would eat them directly from my ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it, don't get a dog, Joel. Have kids or a dog? They don't I, actually, we we are getting uh, your dog back. We're getting our dog back. So well, now you know what. Uh, if you now we know what to do, you know but, what what your kids will be up to. No, now it's uh, now that we're doing like diaper-free potty training time. The dog is gonna have the best time. Oh god, that dog is gonna follow Jet's ass around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I got there's a bunch more of these. I'll save them for the next time we do stuff. <laughs> All right, bitch cake. Grab, grab a, a slice. Shake!
FinalCountdown.ca.